Hey there, this is Anna. I'm reading Numbers chapter 23 to 26, and I'm reading from the message. Numbers chapter 23. Balaam said, Build me seven altars here, and then prepare seven bulls and seven rams. Balak did it. Then Balaam and Balak sacrificed a bull and a ram on each of the altars. Balaam instructed Balak, Stand watch here beside your whole burnt offerings while I go off by myself. Maybe God will come and meet with me. Whatever he shows or tell me, I'll report to you. Then he went off by himself. God did meet with Balaam. Balaam said, I've set up seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then God gave Balaam a message. Return to Balak and give him this message. He went back and found him stationed beside his whole burnt offerings and with him all the nobles of Moab. Then Balaam spoke his message oracle. Balak led me here from Aram, the king of Moab, all the way from the eastern mountains. Go curse Jacob for me. Go damn Israel. How can I curse who God has not cursed? How can I damn whom God has not damned? From rock pinnacles I see them. From hilltops I survey them. Look, a people camping off by themselves, thinking themselves outsiders among nations. But who could ever count the dust of Jacob, or take a census of the cloud of dust Israel? I want to die like these right-living people. I want an end just like theirs. Balak said to Balaam, What's this? I brought you here to curse my enemies, and all you've done is bless them. Balaam answered, Don't I have to be careful to say what God gives me to say? Balak said to him, Go with me to another place from which you can only see the outskirts of their camp. You won't be able to see the whole camp, and from there curse them for my sake. So he took him to Watchman's Meadow at the top of Pisgah. He built seven altars there and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Take up your station here beside your whole burnt offering while I meet with him over there. And God met with Balaam and gave him a message. He said, Return to Balak and give him the message. So Balaam returned and found him stationed beside his whole burnt offering and the nobles of Moab with him. Balak said to him, What did God say? Then Balaam spoke his message oracle. On your feet, Balak, listen. Listen carefully, son of Zippor. God is not man, one given to lies, and not a son of man changing his mind. Does he speak and not do what he says? Does he promise and not come through? I was brought here to bless, and now he's blessed. How can I change that? He has no bone to pick with Jacob. He sees nothing wrong with Israel. God is with them, and they're with him, shouting praises to their king. God brought them out of Egypt, rampaging like a wild ox. No magic spells can bind Jacob. No incantations can hold back Israel. People will look at Jacob and Israel and say, What a great thing has God done! Look, a people rising to its feet, stretching like a lion, a king of the beasts, aroused, unsleeping, unresting, until its hunt is over and it's eaten and drunk its fill. Balak said to Balaam, Well, if you can't curse them, at least don't bless them. Balaam replied to Balak, Didn't I tell you earlier? All God speaks, and only what he speaks I speak. Balak said to Balaam, Please, Let me take you to another place. Maybe we can find the right place in God's eyes where you'll be able to curse them for me. So Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor with a vista over the Jeshimon, the wasteland. Balaam said to Balak, Build seven altars for me here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for sacrifice. Balak did it and presented an offering of a bull and ram on each of the altars. 
Chapter 24 Well, by now, Balaam realized that God wanted to bless Israel, so he didn't work in any sorcery as he had done earlier. He turned and looked out over the wilderness, and as Balaam looked, he saw Israel camped tribe by tribe. The Spirit of God came on him, and he spoke his oracle message. Decree of Balaam, son of Beor, yes, decree of a man with twenty-twenty vision, decree of a man who hears God speak, who sees what the strong God shows him, who falls on his face in worship, who sees what's really going on. What beautiful tents, Jacob! Oh, your homes, Israel, like valleys stretching out in the distance, like gardens planted by rivers, like sweet herbs planted by gardener God, like red cedars by poles and pools and springs. Their buckets will brim with water. Their seed will spread life everywhere. Their king will tower over Agag and his ilk, their kingdoms surpassingly majestic. God brought them out of Egypt, rampaging like a wild ox, gulping enemies like morsels of meat, crushing their bones, snapping their arrows. Israel crouches like a lion and naps. King of the beasts, who dares disturb him? Whoever blesses you is blessed. Whoever curses you is cursed. Well, Balak lost his temper with Balaam. He shook his fist. He said to Balaam, I got you here to curse my enemies, and what have you done? Blessed them. Bless them three times. Get out of here. Go home. I told you I would pay you well, but you're getting nothing. You can blame God. Balaam said to Balak, Didn't I tell you up front, when you sent your emissaries, even if Balak gave me his palace stuffed with silver and gold, I couldn't do anything on my own, whether good or bad, that went against God's command? I'm leaving for home and my people. But I warn you of what this people will do to your people in the days to come. Then he spoke his oracle message. Decree of Balaam, son of Beor. Decree of the man with twenty-twenty vision. Decree of the man who hears godly speech. Who knows what's going on with the high God. Who sees what the strong God reveals. Who bows in worship and sees what's real. I see him, but not right now. I perceive him, perceive him but not right here. A star rises from Jacob, a scepter from Israel, crushing the heads of Moab, the skulls of all the noisy windbags. I see Edom sold off at auction, enemy seer marked down at the flea market, while Israel walks off with all the trophies. A ruler is coming from Jacob, who'll destroy what's left in the city. Then Balaam, Balaam spotted Amalek and delivered an oracle message. He said, Amalek, you're in first place among the nations right now, but you're going to come in last, ruined. He saw the Kenites and delivered his oracle message to them. Your home is in a nice, secure place, like a nest high on the face of a cliff. Still, you Kenites will look stupid when Asher takes you prisoner. Balaam spoke his final oracle message. Doom! Who stands a chance when God starts in? Sea peoples, raiders from across the sea, will harass Asher and Eber, but they'll also come to nothing, just like all the rest. Balaam got up and went home. Balak also went on his way. Chapter 25 While Israel was camped at Shittim, Asiah Grove, the men began to have sex with the Moabite women. It started when the women invited men to their sex and religion worship. They ate together and then worshipped their gods. 
Israel ended up joining in the worship of Baal of Peor. God was furious, his anger blazing out against Israel. God said to Moses, Take all the leaders of Israel and kill them by hanging, leaving them publicly exposed in order to turn God's anger away from Israel. Moses issued orders to the judges of Israel. Each of you must execute the men under your jurisdiction who joined in the worship of Baal Peor. Just then, while everyone was weeping in penitence at the entrance of the tent of meeting, an Israelite man, flaunting his behavior in front of Moses and the whole assembly, paraded a Midianite woman into his family tent. Phineas, son of Eliezer, the son of Aaron the priest, saw what he was doing, grabbed his spear, and followed him into the tent. With one thrust, he drove the spear through the two of them, the man of Israel and the woman, right through their private parts. That stopped the plague from continuing among the people of Israel, but 24,000 had already died. God spoke to Moses, Phineas, son of Eliezer, son of Aaron the priest, has stopped my anger against the people of Israel, because he was as zealous for my honor as I myself am. I didn't kill all the people of Israel in my zeal, so tell him that I am making a covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants are joined in a covenant of eternal priesthood, because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the people of Israel. The name of the man of Israel who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the head of the Simeonite family. And the name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Cosby, daughter of Zur, a tribal chief of the, of the Midianite family. God spoke to Moses, From here on, make the Midianites your enemies. Fight them tooth and nail. They turned out to be your enemies when they seduced you in the business of Peor and that woman, Cosby, daughter of a Midianite leader, the woman who was killed at the time of the plague in the matter of Peor. Chapter 26 After the plague, God said to Moses and Eliezer, son of Aaron the priest, Number the entire community of Israel by families. Count every person who is twenty years and older who is able to serve in the army of Israel. So obeying God's command, Moses and Eliezer the priest addressed them on the plains of Moab at Jordan Jericho, count off from age twenty and older. The people of Israel who came out of the land of Egypt, Reuben, Israel's firstborn. The sons of Reuben were Hanak and the Hanakite clan, Palu and the Paluite clan, Hezron and the Hezronite clan, Carmi and the Carmite clan, these made up the Reubenite clans. They numbered at 43,730. Son of Plu, Eliab. The sons of Eliab, Nemuel, Dathan, Abiram. These were the same Dathan and Abiram community leaders from Korah's gang, who rebelled against Moses and Aaron in the Korah rebellion against God. The earth opened its jaws and swallowed them, along with Korah's gang, who died when the fire ate them up, all 250 of them. After all these years, they are still a warning sign. But the line of Korah did not die out. The sons of Simeon by clans. Nemuel and the Nemuelite clan. Jamin and the Jamanite clan. Jachin and the Jachinite clan. Zerah and the Zerite clan. Shal and the Shalite clan. These were the clans of Simeon. 
They numbered 22,200 men. The sons of Gad by clans, Zephon and the Zephonite clan, Hegai and the Hegite clan, Shuni and the Shunite clan, Ozni and the Oznite clan, Eri and the Erite clan, Arodi and the Arodite clan, Ereli and the Relite clan. These were the clans of Gad. They numbered four, forty thousand five hundred men. Ur and Onan were sons of Judah, who died early on in Canaan, the sons of Judah by clans, Shelah and the Shelanite clan, Perez and the Perizzite clan, Zerah and the Zerite clan, the sons of Perez, Hezron and the Hezronite clan, Hamuel and the Hamulite clan. These were the sons of Judah. They numbered 76,500. The sons of Issachar by clans. Tola and the Tolite clan, Pua and the Puite clan, Jashub and the Jashubite clan, Shimron and the Shimronite clan. These were the clans of Issachar. They numbered 64,300. The sons of Zebulun by clans, Sered and the Serite clan, Elon and the Elonite clan, Jehleel and the Jehlelite clan. These were the clans of Zebulun. They numbered 60,500 people. The sons of Joseph by clans through Manasseh and Ephraim. Through Manasseh, Meker and the Mekerite clan. Now Meker was the father of Gilead. Gilead and the Gileadite clan. The sons of Gilead. Ezer and the Ezerite clan. Helek and the Helekite clan. Azrael and the Azraelite clan. Shechem and the Shechemite clan. Shemida and the Shemidiite clan, Hefer and the Heferite clan, Zelophehad, son of Hefer, had no sons, only daughters, and their names were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah. These were the clans of Manasseh. They numbered fifty-two thousand seven hundred. The sons of Ephraim by clans, Shalulah and the Shaluchite clan. Becker and the Beckerite clan, Tehan and the Tehanite clan, the sons of Shalulah, Aaron and the Aaronite clan, these were the clans of Ephraim. They numbered 32,500. These are all the sons of Joseph by their clans. The sons of Benjamin by clans, Bela and the Belite clan, Ashbel and the Ashbelite clan, Ahram and the Haramite clan, Shufam and the Shufamite clan, Hufam and the Hufamite clan, the sons of Bela through Ard and Naaman, Ard and the Ardite clan, Naaman and the Naamanite clan. These were the clans of Benjamin. They numbered 45,600. The sons of Dan by clan, Shuham and the Shumanite clan. These were the clans of Dan, all Shumanite clans. They numbered 64,400. The sons of Asher by clan, Imna and the Imanite clan, Ishvi and the Ishvi clan, Bariah and the Barite clan, the sons of Bariah, Heber and the Heberite clan, Malkiel and the Malkielite clan. Asher also had a daughter, Sarah. These were the clans of Asher. They numbered 53,400. The sons of Naphtali by clans, Jazeel and the Jazeelite clan, Guni and the Gunite clan, 
Jezer and the Jezerite clan, Shalem and the Shalemite clan. These were the clans of Naphtali. They numbered 45,400. The total number of the people of Israel, 601,730 people. God spoke to Moses. Divide up the inheritance of the land based on population. A larger group gets a larger inheritance. A smaller group gets a smaller inheritance. Each gets its inheritance inheritance based on the population count. Make sure that the land is assigned by lot. Each group's inheritance is based on population. The number of names listed in its ancestral tribe divided among the many and the few by lot. These are the numberings of the Levites by clan. Gershon and the Gershonite clan, Kohath and the Kohathite clan, Merari and the Merarite clan. The Levite clans also included the Libnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Malite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the father of Amram. Amram's wife was Joshebed, a descendant of Levi, born into the Levite family during the Egyptian years. Joshebed bore Aaron. Moses, and their sister Miriam, to Amram. Aaron was the father of Nadab and Abihu, Elazar and Ithmatar. However, Nadab and Abihu died when they offered unauthorized sacrifice in the presence of God. The numbering of Levite males one month and older came to 23,000. They hadn't been counted in with the rest of the people of Israel because they didn't inherit any land. These are the ones numbered by Moses and Eliezer the priest, the people of Israel, counted in the plains of Moab at Jordan Jericho. Not one of them had among them had among those counted by Moses and Aaron the priest in the census of the people of Israel taken in the wilderness at Sinai. For God had said of them, They'll die, die in the wilderness. Not one of them will be left, except for Caleb, son of Jephnuah and Joshua, son of Nun.